Hey there, thoughtful listener. Would you like consistent and predictable sales activity with no spam and no ads? I'll teach you step by step how to do this, particularly if you're an agency owner, consultant, coach, or B2B service provider. What I teach has worked for me for more than 15 years and has helped me create more than $10 million in revenue. Just head to upmyinfluence.com and watch my free class on how to create endless high ticket sales appointments. You can even chat with me live and I'll see and reply to your messages. Also, don't forget, the Thoughtful Entrepreneur is always looking for guests. Go to upmyinfluence.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. With us right now, Brandon McKee. Brandon, you are the CEO of Win Big Media. You're found on the web at winbigmedia.com. Brandon, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Josh. I'm excited. Yes. So share with us what Win Big Media does, human-centered, data-powered. Tell me more. You got it. So uh, we, we got a lot of really good folks working for us, as mentioned. And then, uh, you know, ultimately what we do is we take a data-driven approach to marketing. And so um, there are a lot of agencies out there um, and we like to be the, the best option, right? Because we're taking a data-driven approach um, based on 230 million American consumers. And so we have a partnership with one of the largest data collections agencies in the country. That's where we extract that data from. And then we ultimately execute on that. And so um, we like to say we're not going to throw something against the wall and hope it sticks. Um, unfortunately, you know, I believe there's a lot of agencies out there, but not a lot of great options. And so, um, you know, we're really out here trying to make a difference in just the average business owner's uh, day and, you know, ultimately make sure that they see results, they see a marketing ROI, which so many come to us and report to us that they haven't gotten ever. So, uh, yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Um, and where did WinBig Media come from and what are kind of the origins? Yeah, well, awesome story. And so we're actually uh, come from the political side of marketing. And so, as oh, you imagine, boy. <laughs> yeah, as you can imagine, on the political side, things move very, very fast. And if you lose, you lose. I mean, there's no coming back from it. Yeah. Right? So um, that's where we originally started. And then we figured out, you know, my partner, Philip Stutz, and I figured out that you know, this actually works for corporations as well. Um, and when we take this data-driven approach, when we really look at psychological drivers and understand our customers and then execute against that, uh, we get better results for corporations as well. And so, um, as you can imagine, not every voter um, is the same on the political side. And the same goes for mm -hmm. our customers, whether you're a Fortune 500 company or you're a small business doing $2 million a year. Yeah. Uh, and so who do you work with today? Like what types of companies, size of company, geography, that sort of thing? Yeah. So we're a fully remote organization. So we'll work with you if you are, you know, in California or even if you're right where I am in DC. So uh, no restrictions there. Um, our ideal client is someone, um, a small business owner, all the way up to a Fortune 500 company that's really just struggling to get that marketing ROI and really understand their customers. What we like to do before we do any sort of advertising is we really take a media agnostic approach to things. And we're going to run what we call our customer insights report. And again, we're tracking about 230 million American consumers, 500 million connected devices, and over a trillion, a trillion different data points. 
at any point in time. And so once we understand your customers, understand their psychological drivers and really understand what they need to see in order to convert, that's when we actually start advertising for you. Um, so that can be for, a, again, a Fortune 500 company or a small business owner just really starting to take off. Mm. Uh, all right. All that said, uh, give us, I, I'm hoping you could give us maybe just like a, a quick state of the union on what is working well in marketing. And are there any recent trends over the past year or two that you'd say, yeah, listen, if you're not aware of this, you really ought to be. All right. I'm going to sit back, grab some popcorn. Uh, <laughs> let us give, give us the lay of the land on marketing today. Totally. So I would say this um, is that what we're seeing is a lot of people pulling back on marketing spend specifically within brand awareness. Um, and our recommendation and what we're seeing in the data is that customers may be pulling back on their spending right now. Um, but what we saw in the pandemic is a good example. People did the same thing. They pulled back on spending and then later they were ready to start spending those dollars again. Uh, and what happens when you pull back on your marketing as an organization, especially in the brand awareness campaigns, meaning you're not looking for leads, you're just looking for people to understand who you are, what you're about, what your philosophy is. Um, and when you pull that back, you really pull back you know, your, your market um, penetration. And so what we're seeing is the customers and the clients that we have that are actually doubling down right now and what we would call a tougher economy um, are actually increasing revenue, increasing ROI just because they're taking advantage of this time. And so um, if you're a business owner out there and you're looking at your budgets, you're looking at what you're going to cut right now because things are tougher, um, it really, really shouldn't be marketing. Um, in fact, you should think about increasing those budgets. Um, we see it in all our clients, from our clients doing $100 million a year to our clients that are doing $2 million a year. Um, the, the, the customers and clients that are actually putting forth money into their marketing campaigns and really, again, focusing on brand awareness, I can't stress it enough, um, are winning because that customer six months from now is going to be thinking about that home services, that you know, plumbing, that um, garage door that they've been thinking about purchasing that they didn't six months ago, and you want them to think of you. Uh, not your competitor. Yeah. Um, and so um, what would be some examples of maybe specific things that like, so let's say that you start with a client. Are you um, kind of focused, obviously kind of focused holistically or like what segments of that uh, do you bring your leadership to? Sure. We're very, again, media agnostic. So what that means is that we're not going to ever come into a situation and say, you know, Josh, you guys should be spending all your money on Facebook because that's where the leads are right now. We mm -hmm. actually take an approach where we run your first party customer data, if you have any, um, and then we're going to use our third party data, those 230 million American consumers I mentioned earlier, and we're really going to figure out where your customers are. Because if they're not on Facebook, we have no business spending your money on Facebook. Right. Right? And so that's really the approach we take. And we've seen it time and time again. Um, you know, great example is a garage door company we're working with right now that it will do about $200 million this year. Um, when we first engaged with them, it wasn't as much about, you know, hey, how can we spend more dollars? It's about making your ads more efficient, making your current budgets more efficient. So are we in a market and are we spending 40% of our budget on Facebook when actually direct mail highly indexed mm. in our customer insights report? And that's the direction we need to go. Um, and so we really don't have, um, you know, any... Uh, I guess, uh, 
thoughts on Facebook versus Instagram versus Google. We're really going to tell you where your customers are. And that's where we're going to recommend the money flows, if that makes sense. Yeah. And when we talk about money, um, are we, are you pretty bullish? I mean, well, I guess, again, it's always going to be a, it's, it depends. Um, but in terms of investments, are there any that you're seeing um, generally uh, that are, well, this used to be generally, we used to see that there was a pretty decent ROI. We're seeing less ROI here. We're seeing better ROI, just trend-wise. Again, not that it's for everybody, but just any observations on where you could be spending. Obviously, Yellow Pages ads are out. Um, <laughs> maybe newspaper ads might be, may, might be, I don't know. Um, any Any kind of just generalizations like that. Yeah, definitely not the yellow pages. I can <laughs> affirmatively, but no, I mean, I think Josh, one thing we're noticing is that across the board, when it comes to Google PPC campaigns, performance max campaigns, um, it, it's getting more expensive. That's for sure. Because people are starting to figure this out. So the customers and clients that, you know, six months ago started spending dollars towards PPC, um, Google performance max, which is a brand new platform in the last 12 months, that's been doing really well for a lot of our clients that is starting to get more expensive because it's people are waking up to it, right? People are now starting to spend dollars there, which raises the price for everybody. Um, and so when you're looking at your campaigns, you have to be really, really efficient in how you're setting those up. And a lot of business owners that we engage with, especially if they've been kind of doing things in-house or maybe even have someone that's got a couple different hats running those campaigns, mm -hmm. we, we jump into those ad campaigns and they're really inefficient. They're not uh, targeted correctly. The you know negative keywords aren't there. They're spending money against things that they shouldn't, right? And so um, that's what we're really seeing uh, heavily across the board. Again, that doesn't mean that that's for everybody, but Google getting more expensive. And we're really actually starting to see a comeback on the Facebook and Instagram when it comes per cost per lead. And so again, mm. that's not going to work for everybody. It depends on your business, but um, that's something we're seeing across the, across the market. Yeah. Um, for someone that's ever hired a, a marketing agency, are there, you know, in what would be some advice that you would give on how to, I, I would say hire, but also kind of that um, a marketing agency and also included in that, what might be some red flags or green flags that, that you would recommend looking for? Yeah. Um, you know, we're big believers and it's one of our core values in transparency. So that's the first thing I talk about when it comes to your current agency that you're working with. And by the way, we work with a lot of clients that have multiple agencies within them. So we work really nicely in the sandbox. Um, but the first thing I always tell clients to ask is about the transparency, about the reporting. What are the KPIs that that agency is tracking to make sure that the investment you're handing them is going to have an ROI, right? So if you come across an agency and everything seems kind of, you know, the, the curtains are pulled over, you know, oh, we don't really track that or this, that's usually a red flag. Uh, um, the other side of things, and I, I'm biased towards this because again, we are a data-driven marketing agency, but if there isn't any data to point to uh, as to why we're doing something, that really rubs me the wrong way. You know, we, we've had so many clients come to us with, horror stories of, you know, gone through six or seven, seven different agencies. Oof. It always comes back to, we were throwing stuff against the wall and hoping it sticks, or, you know, they were taking a shotgun approach to marketing um, instead of, you know, looking through that sniper rifle. Right. And so 
for me, um, if, if there's nothing to point to, there's not a data point that says, this is why we're putting your money here, um, I would run fast from that situation. You've worked with some pretty amazing brands. I'll list a few. Walmart, Nissan, Jewel, uh, uh, going through it. I mean, it's uh, a lot of, uh, let's say Atlanta Motor Speedway, Texas yeah. Motor Speedway. Uh, you know, I'm curious. Uh, oh, and then you got what you got Tony Robbins and Grant yeah. Cardone listed here. Yeah. What, what, uh, what, 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 uh, how did you get into some of these industries? Sure. Well, so a lot of, um, you know, the, the brands that you just read off, Josh, um, it tells you how serious some of the big players in mm -hmm. the world are about data. Right. Um, and I always say this to our smaller clients that we work with, because, again, we'll work with you starting at a million dollars in annual revenue. So um, it doesn't mean that we're, we're too big to work with a smaller business. But we, we kind of phrase it like this, is that those big companies and all your competitors are utilizing data at a mm -hmm. very extreme level. Some of those clients you just um, talked about, too, Josh, we work with strictly on data. We're moving from DMA to DMA, region to region. So these players are incredibly sophisticated about how they spend their marketing dollars. It's not just the one size fits all. I'm marketing the same way in Texas as I am in New York, right? And so you'd be surprised on the, the mid-sized businesses that we engage with, how many are doing that? And so um, we always say this, the big players are using data and they're using it to their advantage. Um, and that's how we've kind of come into contact with them. It's that um, what we do is because we have this proprietary engagement with this um, you know, analytics agency is we're able to offer really sophisticated data for a fraction of the cost that it would normally take. Mm -hmm. So you're not going directly to a um, one of these data collections agencies and paying them some astronomical fee to have access to this data. You're working with us to get that for a fraction of the cost and you're getting my team to be able to analyze that data and tell you what it means. Because I always say this, good data um, can get bad really quickly if you don't know how to read it and you don't know how to execute upon it, right? Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, yeah, it, you know, it's like interpreting that data and and getting meaningful action items to, uh, you know, I because I, we've done that. It's like, okay, well, we know this, but what do we do with it? And, and sometimes I found myself with that. Like, um, so how do you, I mean, obviously, I, I think that's where it really helps to have someone like yourself or your team, um, you know, to be able to help interpret and set direction on that so that, you know, your client doesn't have to worry about, okay, now I know this, now what? Um, yep. But that's got to be very valuable. Uh, I would imagine that your background in politics, I know you're based in DC. Um, I, I bet that that's informed you a little bit. Totally. Um, absolutely. I mean, the, the one thing, and I'll give more credit to my partner, Philip, on this, but we all have a really good understanding is that it, politics really helps you understand that, um, let's say there's 5 million voters in a specific area. You are not going to reach all 5 million of those voters the same way, right? Mm -hmm. Some of those voters have a different perspective on an issue, right? And you need to reach them on their level about what they care about. And the same goes for customers on a corporate level, right? So, um, you know, our marketing to, um, you mentioned Atlanta Motor Speedway, really interesting race, actually, because mm. normal marketing you might do for 
uh, a couple buddies getting together, having some beers, going to the race, having a great time. There was a segment of that, right? But there was also a huge segment of families that wanted to get out after COVID and go have a fun time in a clean and safe environment. And if that that wasn't being projected in that advertising, you'd miss out on a ton of revenue. So that's how it really translates the same way we would in a political campaign, talk to two million of these voters and then a million of these voters one way or another. You have to do on the corporate side of things too. Yeah. Uh, Brandon, your website, winbigmedia.com. Uh, what would you recommend? So someone that's listening to our conversation right now and they're like, okay, I, 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 I would love to have a conversation, learn more about like what we may have been missing out on the past, you know, what, what things we can learn, how we could be a lot more intelligent about the marketing that we're doing. What's kind of the next step for them? Yeah, absolutely. So we've actually set up a cool landing page. So it's winbigmedia.com forward slash undefeated. Um, and so if they go to that link and they just fill out a, a brief form for us, we'll reach out very quickly within 24 hours to start that conversation up. Yeah, winbigmedia.com forward slash undefeated. Uh, we also have a link uh, in the show notes. So if you're listening your podcast player, just click on the little notes icon or click around, see if you can find it. Uh, and we'll have a direct link uh, to that page. Brandon McKee, again, CEO, Win Big Media. Thank you so much. Really, really appreciate your insights today. Thanks for having me, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. If you're a listener, I'd love to shout out your business to our whole audience for free. You can do that by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or join our listener Facebook group. Just search for The Thoughtful Entrepreneur in Facebook. I'd love even if you just stop by to say hi. I'd love to meet you. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. We love our community who listens and shares our program every day. Together, we are empowering one another as thoughtful entrepreneurs. Hit subscribe so that tomorrow morning, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you for around 15 minutes each day. Thanks for listening. And thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Mm -hmm.